You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. California, they say 26 million have been greatly affected by this deluge. They say it's just, uh, there's been, of course, loss of life, which we're sad about that. There's been homes that have been lost. Uh, there's been dams that have broken loose. And, um, and uh, it's just an amazing thing to say. It's the greatest rainstorm we've had in the history since the 1800s of recording. And it is wonderful. And I want to talk to you about the weather today. I want to talk to you about climate, apply it to our lives. You know, I want to say this, God is still in control. And what we just sang, he's still on the throne. So no, no man did not create the storms. I know the Pope is on board now that we're creating the weather. Mr. Pope, no, I don't want him to go there. Uh, look at Jeremiah 14, Jeremiah 14, please, if you will. Jeremiah 14, and, and notice the Bible says in verse 4, because the ground is chapped, and we know that just simply means it's extremely dry. Because the ground is chapped, there was no rain in the earth, for the plowmen were ashamed. They cover their heads. Now, you can keep it right there, but we are going to jump around this morning. In fact, if you will, turn with me to Romans, if you will, the very first chapter. Do you know, as you think about this, these climate change people are liars. They are anti-God. Professing to themselves to become wise, they became fools. I mean, it is foolishness to think that man can create the weather. It's not even common sense. Well, it's science. No, it's not science. If you believe science, then you'd believe the flood, how that the ocean waters sunk as much as two miles in some regions originally, how that we are built on sedimentary rock, which is rushing water and wind in this area here in California. That's why the shifting sand and we have earthquakes. I want you to know that it is God that's in charge of the weather, not mankind, not the liberals, not the, the concern. I don't care who it is, but the weather is not controlled. Now, I, I, I don't, I've not watched the news in a couple of years. I have the news uh, on my phone and I look at it and there, one, one article said, the rain is not helping us. And you look at Sacramento underwater and you look at these cities around here and Capitola underwater and you look at the, and you look at, uh, at the, uh, the, the different places, just huge amount of water, it's not helping. One said this, a climate changer. It, it said this, it's not helping us because the ground was so dry, chapped. The ground was so dry, it's not absorbing it, it's just running off. That is a case of the stupids. What do you mean? Come on, folks. i tell you what's not helping us. The fact that they won't let any water in this dam over here. And they said, well, it's going to take us 10 years to rebuild it. Well, why don't you rebuild it first? 
And why don't we put some, so it can't hold 100%. Well, then put 50% in there. Put 10%. We have not built any kind of dam in this state in over 50 years because the Sierra Club are anti, they're, it's, the environmentalists, it's bad, for, it's bad for the environment. Then why did God create the ocean? The ocean and the rivers and the ponds and the lakes are good for the environment. Where do you think we get the rain? It sucks it up to those clouds and God brings it back and he distills it as well. It's an amazing thing. Climate trout, uh, this, this, I've never seen her. I'm, she's a woman, but she's the man, and her wife is a woman, a TV thing. And, and a personality, I don't know if she's a comic or whatever she is. But she said, mother, headline, I didn't even read it. I saw, saw the headline. Mother nature is angry with us. First of all, Ellen, that is blasphemy. There is not such a thing as mother nature. There is such a thing as in the beginning God. This climate stuff takes more nonsense to believe it. It's sort of like people that believe that we came from animals. And they call it the Big Bang Theory. And billions of years ago, all of a sudden there was a bang. Where did the bang come from? It has to have a place. What originated the bang? Well, evolution, where'd that come from? And with the bang, there was an explosion and a particle. Where did the particle come from? And through millions of years, they just kept evolving and evolving, and, and soon there was this thing walking on all fours, and one day it figured out it could grow all the tree, crawl trees. Where did the trees come from? And it got itself up in a tree, and it had a tail. Where did the tail come from? By the way, it takes more faith to believe that, or stupidity, than to believe that in the beginning God. And that, that, that four-footed monkey was swinging from tree to tree and wrapped that, that tail around a branch and it went to the other tree and it stayed behind. And it's fallen through the air and it lands on its feet. His mother wasn't there to say, stand up straight. So for millions of years, he walked like this. And then he went and saw a chiropractor. <laughs> and he started upright. And here we are. I've got some beachfront property over in Nevada I want to sell you. How can we believe that stuff? Wow, science. We've been told about science the last three years. Romans chapter 1 introduction here. We'll, we'll get to preaching. I'll read verse 21, you read verse 22, so on, till we get to about maybe 28 or something like that. I'll begin with the odd number of verses. You read the even, please. Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish heart was darkened, professing themselves to be wise and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into the image made like corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God gave them up. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever, amen. 
And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, burned in their lust one to another, men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves the recompense of the heir which was meet. And even... And see, there's the problem. They did not like to retain God in their knowledge. I want to speak today on the subject, God is in charge. And yes, we'll use the weather, but God's in charge of your life and my life. And we get upset with the weather people. By the way, the rain, according to the Bible, I'll quote some scripture here. God doeth great things. He sendeth the rain. The Bible says this, for he maketh the small drops of water, they pour down water upon the earth. The Bible says this, who causeth the rain to fall on the earth? You see, man does not create the weather or the lack thereof. Our lifestyle does not create the weather. How we're living does not create the weather. Food consumption does not create the weather. Plastic bottles do not create the weather. Our vehicles do not create the weather. The big push, and we, we had our third electric vehicle in three weeks show up this week, today. And I'm all for it. I love them. I, I just, I, a lot of you men work at the company building seven, six to 7,000 a day. It's an amazing thing. I think it's so cool. My car, I, I drive this car, a little four-cylinder, and I come to a stop. It's not an electric, and it's not a hybrid, but I, 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 I come up to the stop sign, and the motor goes off. I don't know what that's about, but I figured that out. I've had about eight, nine months, I guess, and it just stops. And then you push the gas, and it goes. It's an amazing thing. I'm all for conservation, all for that. But you know, when they get us all electric cars, like the man who's playing governor in this state, When you get us all electric cars, we all have smart meters in our homes. That's why last summer, many areas had their electricity turned off during the hot of the summer and the heat of the summer because they had to conserve. All they had to do was just flip a switch at the, at the city. And they did it all over the place. Do you know in order to control man all in, in their cars, all you have to do is get them all electric cars and they shut the switch off. Oh, that's fun. Do you know, you're not going to believe this. Our gas stoves are not the problem. Now that man that's playing president in Washington, D.C. Is, is brought before us with the governor of Washington. We've got to get rid of our gas stoves. I wonder what kind of stove they use for him. Get rid of gas stoves. You have got to be kidding me getting quiet in here now. I'm just against all this stuff. The Bible says, God covereth the earth with clouds, and he prepareth the rain. Psalm 148, 47. God says in Jeremiah 3, 3, he hath withheld the water. God withheld the showers. God sent a worldwide flood in Noah's day. In Elisha's day, he stopped the water for three and a half years. Job 37, 10. It is God that sendeth the frost. So we know, according to the Bible, a few verses I gave, that he sends the rain. 
but God sends the frost. The Bible says in Job that God sends the snow, that God sends the wind. He giveth the snow and he giveth the ice, Psalm 147. It is God that's in charge. He withholdeth the waters and they dry up. When there's a, when there's a reservoir that is empty, it's because God dried up the clouds. God's in charge of the weather. This whole world is in the hand of an almighty God. Well, I know we say, First John, the whole world lieth in the hands of the wicked one. What's that about? Oh, yes. He's allowing Satan to do what he wants to do. Because God gave, Abraham, God gave Adam this earth. And Adam gave it over to Satan himself. And he was expelled from the garden. But now the Bible says the whole world. No, Elvis, your song, though it was popular in the 50s, he's got the whole world in his hand. Satan has the world today. And God's allowing him to do what he wants, but God's still in charge. By the way, same with government. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. The president's in the hand of God. The governor's in the hand of God. The mayor's in the hand of God. The pastor's in the hand of God. And your life, God, is in control. I can go to bed at night. I don't care who's in the White House. God's still in control. He removed Nebuchadnezzar, who governed the world. And Nebuchadnezzar went out to the, uh, out to the uh, wet fields and for seven years lived with the animals. What, he was king. God says, we're going to put a stop to this. He rises up kings and he sets them down. You cannot, you cannot, uh, well, Hitler got away with it. Oh, yes, but he killed himself in a bunker. And two days later, Stalin did. And these dictators that wanted to control the lives of people and hurt the lives of Mao Zedong, who killed millions upon millions, uh, he's not living today. His family's not in charge either. I want you to know that God is still on the throne. Several things I want you to see. God's in charge of the weather. Psalm 8, he made the sun, the moon, and the stars. You think the environmentalists are turning this earth on its axis right now? You think the environmentalists are bringing where you can actually predict tomorrow morning what time, what, and throughout the day, what time is low tide, what time is high tide? You, and you think you can figure it all out because what time the sun's going to rise? I'll tell you what, you can figure that out because God raises the sun and God sets the sun. And God did set the sun one day over here in, in this direction and one day uh, brought the sun up in this direction. God's in charge of it all. God created the sun, the moon, and the stars, and God created me. Secondly, I'd like to say this, God uses weather to judge his people. It is God that sends the famine here in Judges, in, in uh, 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 Jeremiah chapter 4. He went to the nobles, and the nobles said uh, to the children, gave them buckets. And, and the buckets were to go down to the water and fill them with buckets and bring them home. And when they brought them home, the Bible says the buckets were empty. February 12th, they better not be empty. I'll tell you that right now, those buckets. Just thought of that. Those buckets, those buckets were empty. How would you like to be the father and mother and your children come home empty with empty buckets? Years ago, I preached a message on that subject. 
empty buckets. I don't want my grandchildren, our grandchildren, our children to have empty buckets because of my stupidity and my sin and my self-will. God has to stop sometime the weather and send dryness, which always sends famine. Because God is trying to get our attention. I'll tell you what, I don't understand it. I've lived here my whole entire life. But I've never seen rain like this. Oh, when I was a little boy, we had an area, our area flooded. There was a lot of rain. And I remember my neighbors and I, the fellows, we went out in the street and it was all flooded. And we put boats out there. We played in the streets with our boats. But that was an unusual thing. I mean, our state. Isn't it something... Several years ago, in one summer, we had 1,000 fires in California. 1,000. And the 1,000 were all heat lightning. When the clouds had a different, a different temperature than the earth, and the lightning was created, and it struck. And 1,000, by the way, that followed the day before when the governor said and signed, we believe in sodomy. God's trying to get our attention. And you dear friends that are watching say, I got California, they're wicked. Uh, You ever hear the internet? Your state's just as wicked as ours. You know, comparing themselves with themselves, they're not wise. Thinking, we're not as bad as those Californians. My wife, I don't know what the article was, she read an article that because of preachers and God's people, God has sent the rain, and and there's some article about that. That sounds like a good article. God is speaking to us, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how. I don't know if he's warning us that big judgment's coming. I don't know what's happening, but God is in charge of the weather. And God shut up the water in this area. And now all of a sudden, it just keeps coming and keeps coming and keeps coming. And it doesn't stop. No climate change. This little teenage girl that they promoted. And she's the the poster child the last couple years, whatever her name is. That girl has not even passed science yet. And climate change is not science. God's in control. Amen. He uses weather to judge. He stops the rain. There's famine. He sends fire. There's Sodom and Gomorrah. There was a flood in Noah's days. He uses the heat to scorch. In Genesis 41, he sent seven years of famine. And Joseph, during that time, God was, God was raising up Joseph, a Jew, who got stuck in Egypt. And he was... a quote, prisoner of war to a certain degree. And there he is in Egypt. And, and God sent a famine, and he's raising up, raising up Joseph. And the butler and the baker, the baker was hung. The butler went free, and he says, when you go free, remind Pharaoh who I am, that I prophesied this. And he forgot. And one day the famine started to come, and Pharaoh doesn't want to do. He turns to the butler, and the butler said, there was a man in prison with me. His name was Joseph, falsely accused. And there he was. He brought him. And he said, I'll promote you. And he said, what's that? What's that dream I had mean? He goes, well, the, the, the corn and the stocks are seven years of plenty. There's going to be seven years of everything. You're going to have it all. And then there's going to be seven years, and he calls it lean. And he promoted Joseph to number two man in Egypt, a Jew. And he gave him his own chariots. 
And what God was doing with the weather, he was preparing a man by the name of Joseph, and he kept buying up properties and buying up corn, and he began to store it. And then when the famine came for the next seven years, all those people started coming to Joseph. And Joseph had, had 10 brothers that sold him into bondage and went home, took his coat of many colors and put blood on it and said to dad, some evil beast tore him up, killed him, lied to their own dad. And now years later, that man, Joseph, is being raised up to lead. And all of a sudden, daddy said, boys, you 10 boys, nine boys, go, uh, 10 boys, go down there to Egypt and get some corn. They didn't see Joseph for all these many years, and they see him now as an adult man, but they didn't know it was Joseph. You know the story. It's my favorite Old Testament story, Genesis 37 through 50. And they gave him corn, and they sent him home, and you know the story, but he said, you got to bring, he found out he had another brother that was born while he's been gone. Bring that boy back. Our father, our father can't live. We already have one brother that died. They're lying right to the guy that was supposed to be the brother that was dead. God was orchestrating all this. God's doing something for us. I'm telling you what. You say, oh, what a terrible time we're living. Don't listen to the news. It's exciting. Something's happening. I don't know what's happening. Maybe we're on the brink of a revival. God's sending water to wake us up. It came back eventually with Benjamin. They stood before Joseph, their brothers, their brother who's now second command. They still don't know it's him. He said, I want you to eat with me. Uh, Reuben, you said your name was Reuben? You, stand, you sit right here. Wow, how do you know that? I'm the firstborn. Uh, Simeon, that's your name, right? Yeah, Simeon, you sit right there. I'm the second born. Uh, Judah, you said, he put all those boys in order of their birth. They're looking at one another. This is, this is crazy. This is unbelievable. What, what, what's going on? Well, they didn't know what was going on because they didn't know God. They were frauds. I'm not worried, Brother Bertrand. I don't think you're very worried today. I don't see you biting your nails over there because I think he's still on the throne. God's doing something. I, as we're speaking right here, I don't understand it. As he's sending out rain and water and floods, God's, God's dealing with us. Whenever those things happen, God's dealing, God's speaking. Finally, and I'm cutting the story short, you know, I took the gold and then stopped them and brought them back and, he sat him down. Chapter 45, he weeps before him. He said, excuse me. And they went out. And they, he wept so loud, the Egyptians heard him leaping, weeping, <laughs> just crying and weeping. Came back in. He looked at those, those 11 brothers. And he said, I am Joseph, whom you sold into bondage. And he said, don't fear. God sent me here. I wonder, Brother Joel, what God's doing with this rain. I, don't, I never thought of this. Maybe that's why I'm getting up every night looking because to me it's so exciting. It just keeps coming and just keeps coming. Today, they say three to six feet of more snow 
in the Sierras. Guess what? When that melts, it's coming somewhere. Exciting days. It may not happen till this spring or this summer, but something's happening. I, I want to remind you the God-haters that want to remove God, he's still in charge. And then thirdly, and I close, he's not just simply in charge of the weather, he's in charge of my life. You know, weather is going to have a big part in the book of Revelation. I read through it this week. I read through all the, 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 the 21 judgments of God. They deal with weather. God says, I'm going to turn those rivers into blood. I'm going to pollute one-third of the waters of the seas. He uses the word scorch. He's going to scorch the planet. He uses burned up and dried up and famine. He uses words like the sun, the stars, the, the, the moon. The moon will be turned into blood Euphrates, the Bible says, he, he's going to dry it up. So there's going to have to be the lack of rain. And why does he blow, dry up the Euphrates? Because from the east, 200 million soldiers, Revelation says, are going to come, and they're going to come through the Euphrates, which is now dried up, and they're going to come into, in, into Israel for Armageddon. And, 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 and China now claims, as of 1979 or whatever it was, Time Magazine, they said, we have 200 million soldiers. They're ready to go. As they come in to invade, and, and they come in to invade uh, uh, Israel. I don't know if Mr. Putin's going to be the man, but Ezekiel 38, 39, Russia is going to come from the north, and, and they like to battle. I really don't know much like you would know about this Ukraine war. I don't know about it. I just know that it's a sad thing that when they're bombing apartment buildings and killing children and and elderly and hospitals, it's, that, that's just so wicked. But for some reason, he's going to come down from the north, whether it's he or, or I used to think it was Khrushchev. That's why we'd hide under our desk in public schools nearby. They'd sound the alarm about every three or four weeks, and we had to have air raid, and we'd have to go under the desk and hide because the Russians were coming. Mr. Khrushchev also said, I, I'm, I'm going to bury you without ever firing a shot. You'll corrupt from within. And then Mr. Gorbachev, and now Mr. Putin. I don't know who's going to be, but I tell you what, Russia's coming down, and Egypt is pushing up. And for coming from the Mediterranean to that one area to Armageddon to have a war like the world has never seen. And they're going to war against God. And guess what? When you war against God, you always lose. So climate change is just basically dethroning God and exalting man. And my message is not to the climate changers. It's to me. The Bible says in John 3.30, he must increase, I must decrease. You know what my problem is? Every week, all of a sudden, Jack starts to increase. Pride, self-will, independence. You see, the Bible says the battle is going to be with the world, the flesh, and the devil. 
Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. And if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. All that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, it's not from God. That's from the world. That's my flesh. It is so easy to want for the flesh. I'm certainly, I sent a lot of soul winners home, especially ladies and young children yesterday morning. It was just pouring down. I said, God, God knows, I don't want you out this today. Just many people, want hundreds of people. But I said, the ladies and kids, it was just pouring, pouring. I said, please go home. But, but, but I say that to say this. If we're not careful, I'm not going to church because it's raining. I can go to the stadium, sit outside, but last Sunday it was raining, and this place was filled, and this Sunday, look at it, God's people, you have a hunger for God, but I have to fight me every day of my life. Turn with me in closing, we're out of time, the book of Revelation chapter number six, Revelation six, I'm going to have to battle today and this week, dethroning God and lifting me up. That's why we're not very good at saying, I'm sorry, or please forgive me, to man or to God, because we're full of pride. And that's why we fall into sin, because we see with our eyes what we want. We just say, I, I need that, I want that, I, I gotta get, I need to get that. In chapter six, it's the first seal judgment. These are seven judgments. During the tribulation, we'll be gone. And we get to verse number 12, the sixth seal is anarchy. I believe we're living in a day similar to that. And I beheld when he opened the sixth seal, there was a great earthquake. God sends the earthquake. And when you see earthquakes in the Bible, you'll always see surrounding it God speaking. When God speaks, the earth quakes. Do you know that when Jesus comes again, the trump of God shall sound, the earth will shake? Do you know when he plants his feet back on Mount of Olives, there'll be a great earthquake again? When God speaks? I don't know how the rain God's using to speak to you. I hate the rain. I don't like the rain. Oh, I'm tired of this rain. You're missing it. God's sending it for some reason. Maybe to wake your pastor up. Maybe say, hey, son, I'm coming again. Get those people ready. Wake up, Jack. Come on, son. Maybe he's sending to wake you up. I'm sure he is for all of us. And the Bible says it's an earthquake. And the sun became black as sackcloth of hair. And the moon became as blood. And the stars, are you noticing all the environmental, so you notice in the sun, the moon, the earthquake, the, the earth, the stars, they fell upon the earth. And the fig tree cast out her untimely things when she was shaken with a mighty, here it is, wind. Who sent the wind? God does. And the heaven, that's God's, departed as a scroll when it rolled together. Watch this. Every mountain and island, Hawaii, was moved out of their place. 
and the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the captain, chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in dens and in the rocks of the mountains. And they said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of his wrath is come. This is prelude to that great day. I want you, along with me, to pledge this day that this week, by the grace of God, if God lets us live and he tarries Monday through next Sunday, I don't want to dethrone God who's in charge of everything. Yes, he can control the weather, but I want him to control me. I want him to have me. I want him to have my mind, my eyes, my ears, my mouth, and my hands, and my feet. Take my life. Let it be consecrated. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.